Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. Have you ever been in a fight with somebody that you really love and you walk out the door and you weren't so kind? Maybe the door slammed. Maybe you threw a bag over your shoulder and huffed out the door. Then you kind of drove on your way to wherever you were going, wondering, gosh, I hope my loved one knows that I I love them and I'm sorry. Or maybe they were in a hurry and they ran out the door and you forgot to kiss them goodbye. Or even you made their lunch, but you forgot their favorite dessert. These are all things that we all do. We sometimes take for granted that the person that we are showing love to or fighting with or arguing with or maybe not treating as well as we should will be home soon or we'll see them again and we'll get a chance to make it right. But what if we didn't get a chance to make it right? What if we left and that person died? We would not get the chance to say, I'm so sorry I yelled at you today. I'm so sorry that I huffed out the door, angry and not willing to compromise on our discussion. I'm sorry I forgot your favorite dessert. All these things are very common. We do it, hopefully not every day, but we do it. And sometimes we might think about it like, gosh, that wasn't a very nice goodbye or man, one more hug would have been really great. Well, that's okay. When I see them tonight, I'll make up for it. I'll give them two kisses for the one that we missed earlier. Here's a quote. Speak to people in a way that if they died the next day, you'd be satisfied with the last thing you said to them. Think about that. What if the person you huffed out of the door on or yelled at died before you got to see that person again and make it right? When I think of this, it makes me realize the goodbyes could really be goodbye. I need to be more loving and kind in the moment when I have it. Now, I know we all get in arguments. We all have tough conversations with people and we may put an end to it before we're ready because we can't handle it, because maybe we're losing our temper, maybe because we love them so much. We just need to take a moment to clear our head or cool off so that we can have a proper discussion. All those are very kind and loving things. But we cannot ignore the possibility that we could die or the person that we're talking to or interacting with could die before we have a chance to make it right. There have been two tragic situations recently. I read about these incidents in the news. One of the people had died. Then I got a couple of phone calls person that called me knew the family very well and was devastated, shocked, couldn't put thoughts together, and were just beside themselves in their own personal grief for this loss, but also 
so very sad for the family that lost their loved one. The situation was, they walked out the door. Bye. And they never returned. The next thing the family had was a knock at the door to let them know what had happened. And I imagine as the investigation unfolds, they'll get some details that maybe will help them get a sense of how this happened, what occurred. But what if they never do? Did they say, I love you? Did they send their loved one off with a big hug and a see you later? Or goodbye, have a great time tonight. We don't know. The family knows. But I I can't imagine, even as I'm sitting here trying to talk about it, what that might be like. The other incident was a situation in which the person is still alive, but so horribly damaged from the accident that they were in. They cannot speak because they have tubes in their throat. They have to be sedated into a deep sleep so that their body can heal. The reality is, this person may never regain consciousness. Did they give hugs before they walked out the door? Were they yelling? Did they even think about the possibility that they could be dead? And I would guess the answer is no, because how many of us really do walk out the door thinking this may be the last time I walk out this door. I could die. And I'm not saying that we should live our lives that way at all. The purpose behind my message today is to live our lives as though it were the last, I guess. But not in the sense that we're just going to go crazy and, you know, go all out party necessarily, but more... Hug the people you can. Make sure they know you love them. Make sure you hear them if you're in an argument. Just do the best that you can to know that the last thing that you said to your people was something that would satisfy you if it was truly the last thing you ever said. I mentioned a while back a friend of mine whose husband had died in a motorcycle crash. It was Mother's Day. She was home waiting for her spouse to return so that they could have Mother's Day dinner together with the kids. I happened to be driving down the road. My husband was gone traveling. So I was, I don't know, running some errand. And the road that I had taken on my way to the grocery store was filled with police cars, ambulance, and a gurney, and a motorcycle. I didn't know this man very well, and how I recognized his motorcycle is beyond me. But I said, wow, I think that's so-and-so's motorcycle. And then the tarp, and I knew what was under that tarp. He left and he never came home. His wife knew where he had been, but she expected him home for dinner. It didn't happen. 
It changed her entire life. It changed her kids' lives. It changed their families' lives. They didn't have a troubled marriage, but they argued just like every couple does. She didn't say that they had argued before he left, but she was disappointed that he had chosen to go have a drink with a buddy rather than being with her on Mother's Day. She's still a mom, absolutely, but it will be a forever different holiday for her. What were the last things they said to each other? She didn't say. The next few weeks were a whirlwind as she tried to make sense of what her life would look like without her husband, how her kids would manage, what in the world would she do. Thankfully, because he was in the military, the officials were able to come, notify her, and set things in motion that she probably would not have been able to navigate on her own. She came to live with me and my kids, since my husband was gone, until she could figure out what next step she needed to take. My friend who called me yesterday is going to do the same. She doesn't need to take the family in, but she essentially is there on call 24-7 for whatever this family may need or want in the coming days and weeks as they wrestle with what in the world happened. It will change all of their lives. I just really feel strongly about this today because I'm acquainted with the family of the person who died and a friend of a friend of a friend of the one who's in the hospital. It made a hit really close to me. Now, I'm emotional because my husband was in the driveway when I pulled in this afternoon and I was loading up my stuff from the car and he was loading his stuff into his car because he was late for his class. And he said, bye, I'll see you later. And I said, yeah, bye, love you. There was no kiss. There was no hug. I think he was actually waiting at the top of the driveway for me to come over and kiss him, and I didn't do it. It was my own selfishness at that moment. My hands were full. I need to go to the bathroom. I need to take care of me. What if that was the last time I will ever see him? That would change my life forever. But now let's think of this. Imagine him driving his truck away on his way to class. Was he thinking, man, I was sitting there in the driveway. She didn't even come over to give me a hug or a kiss or say goodbye. Does she love me? Is she mad at me? I hope everything's okay, but I'm late, so I got to go. What if something happened to me and he never got to say or ask if everything was okay with me? His life would be changed forever. It's just that simple. As we think about death and dying, as we think about our last days on earth, if we don't have a terminal disease, 
or, you know, we're very old, we can think that we have a lot of days left. My friend whose husband died put off doing so many things with their kids because he always thought he had tomorrow. He didn't get tomorrow. The kids didn't get tomorrow with their dad. When I think of that, it makes me think I need to show gratitude and love every day. And I need to be more mindful of how I live my life. Not that I have to be super careful and paranoid about driving or walking or anything like that. That's not what I mean. It has more to do with how I treat people. To make sure the people that I care about know that I care about them. And to know that I'm looking forward to seeing them again. See you later. That works. See you tonight after work, hon. That works. I can't wait to give you big hugs and kisses when you get home tonight, sweetie. All of that works. It takes seconds. It would have taken me seconds to walk across that driveway (laughs) and just give him a little peck on the cheek or whatever, a smile, and say, have fun at class tonight. It would have been so easy, and I didn't do it. As I sit here saying this, I sure hope I get a chance to make it right tonight after his class is done. If you haven't hugged the person that you loved, I say go do it. Don't waste the seconds on something trivial. I hope this resonates with you. It's hard. It's hard for me to sit here and say this, but I hope it touches somebody today. Don't waste the minute.